Hello, welcome to our discussion here this morning and thank you for joining us. We want you to interact with us as we dive into the topic of hurt. Have you been hurt? If you're human, you probably have. No, <laughs> we're trying to work through this issue together. Throw in your questions and your thoughts and comments about what we're talking about. Uh, even if you're watching this later, put them in the comments and we'll try and incorporate that uh, into what we're doing here. So uh, let's introduce our panel. We have Brooke again. Uh, give Brooke a thumbs up if you like her on the panel. I think five weeks in a, in a row now, Brooke. Oh, wow. Um, I haven't been invited back that many times. So must be doing pretty well. Yeah. Give her some encouragement. Uh, we've got Carl. Hey, Carl's back. Good to see you. I don't back know which camera more. we're looking at, but one of either one. Hi. That, that and one. Uh, we've got Noel. Noel, first time. How do you feel? Oh, totally nervous, Tom. <laughs> so give him, give him a hard time, is what I always say. Please. Yep. Send in those Please. questions. Please. Uh, that's uh, how we make this an interesting show. But um, first of all, an injury. Let's talk physical injuries first. Is there one that stands out for you? No. Oh, sure. totally. Had a major paper cut. <laughs> it was quite painful. No, all seriousness. Oh, yeah. I broke my finger when I was in grade 12 um, playing soccer and required surgery. And yeah, got a couple of screws still in my finger to, to this day. That was pretty painful and long recovery from that as well. So hmm. that's probably quite a serious injury. It's pretty bad. Uh, Anyone yeah. top that? Yes, <laughs> I I ruptured my cruciate ligament playing touch football, and honestly, that is more pain than anybody can feel. They say mm. way more than childbirth. <laughs> apparently, I, I shared this he, recently. He, he brings this story <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. quite regularly. I, too. I, I I was on the ground. I said to a mate later. Was I screaming? He said, you were screaming. Like, I'm like, man, it was pain. But anyway. Did you get but, the green whistle from the paramedics? No, they didn't doors? call the ambulance. They just made, they, I just hobbled to the car and <laughs> drove myself home. So it was, uh, it was all right. Oh, well, um, I have an injury that, like, it probably wasn't my worst, except like at the time it didn't seem bad um except i think then it put me on a journey for uh, quite a while because i didn't get it looked at properly yes. but i was walking down a hill and i was carrying a, a young baby uh, my youngest and i remember like just my feet slipping out from underneath me on a concrete path and of course being a mum because we mums are awesome mm -hmm. um, <laughs> My baby girl, she was like lifted up and oh, I ended up doing like a flat on my back kind of turtle thing, spun 180. It was, I kind of wow. got up from it think, with ripped jeans and everything and thinking, what on earth yeah. happened? Yeah. Um, figured I was okay, yeah. but then I think over that mm -hmm. course of that year, my back was really yeah. starting to kind of tighten up around yeah. that injury. So I should have gotten it seen too. Yeah. Um, just, but I honestly just got up and kept going thinking, Good thing the baby's okay mm. and you know but yes. good advice yeah. yes. what about you, those Tom? injuries checked up uh, probably the one that's probably been the most debilitating was a swollen ankle uh in the game of soccer as well and probably the lack of immediate attention we're miles from anywhere meant that it swelled up quite big quite large and just the <laughs> next six months trying to walk around anywhere uh yeah. took three times as long so yeah. You don't realize 
uh, how good it is to be able to function normally until yeah. something goes wrong. Yeah. Yes. But emotional pain is probably, I think most people agreed in our survey yesterday, everyone agreed that emotional pain is worse and can take a, a lot longer to overcome. Yeah. So emotional pain, let's, uh, let's go a bit deeper here, if you're willing. Is there something that you're willing to share around this uh, this issue? Is there a time when you've been hurt emotionally? Uh, you don't have to share your deepest, darkest secrets, but uh, maybe just a, a surface level one. Mm. I, I found really interesting when I kind of read that question and went, uh-oh, maybe I shouldn't be on the panel this week because <laughs> I'm really sorry, but I'm not comfortable sharing some of my deepest hurts. Um, but the the thing that it really got me was I was like, oh, I should take myself out of this discussion because I'm not willing to go there. And then I kind of was like, my, my focus was just so fixed on those big boulders of moments that actually a couple of things kind of happened through the week where I was like, you know, somebody bit their horn at me and I'm like, but I was doing the right thing. What are you talking about? And I realized that it's, it's actually interesting when we're distracted by these bigger things how much the little moments in between mm. can also yeah. be. I, I just, I found that that was interesting. I was like, oh, okay, don't don't just put it all in the yeah. big basket, but what are the little yeah, things, yeah, yeah. the little peppers? Death by a thousand yeah. cuts sort yeah, of deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything matters. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, so it was somebody bipped at me and I was backing up and I actually could see them, but I was like, hey, I was doing the right thing. I could see you. What are you talking about? But, yeah. Mm. yeah. I, I tend to agree. I think there's, I think the little things should be attended to in our life and they matter for me i'd go back to many years ago we had a, a, a family that were great friends it's probably our, my first foray into oh man life can be painful mm. now it's just a bit of conflict and disagreement and you know it's one of those things where years later you think what was that about but it it really rocked us and our family and i remember sort of just no, I just shaking my yeah. you know, my fist and just the sadness and the grief that it brought. I think you're right, Tom. You know, a physical thing you get over, but I remember that's the pain and I think years that it took mm. to sort of come through an understanding of that. So that'd be mine. And I'm guessing maybe you never fully got over it. It's more of a learning. I think you then. mature, and that's what we're talking about today. Mm. I think you learn how to work through these things. Mm. It's interesting with um nearly all of them uh, that this family, we've actually had occasions we've been together and mm. seen them and there's been a sense of a bit of reconciliation yeah. as well. That was helpful. Mm -hmm. But it these things leave scars, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I had, yeah, I had a thing in the workplace. So where it got to a point where I got, um, where someone was saying I, like, falsified a statement essentially yeah. and so it got to a point where it affected their employment and it caused a massive riff in the workplace mm -hmm. so to the point where yeah people weren't talking to myself and um yeah and it was only done by emails and they're looking at trying to yeah use whatever word against you yeah. and so that in that moment obviously there was quite big yeah. hurt for myself um yeah, and trying to reconcile that and reconcile the situation. Yeah. So that yeah. was quite a difficult moment where, yeah. like, I don't know, I kind of see hurt. There's three common 
types of hurt. Mm-hmm. It's like where someone's done something that they haven't realised they've offended you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's ones where people have deliberately done stuff to hurt you and then probably like trauma loss of losing someone. So this particular instance was definitely someone deliberately mm-hmm. take taking their hurt that they felt and mm-hmm. really trying to drive a wedge against you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was very, yeah, quite challenging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so. Which leads nicely on to the next question because so often hurt that we don't deal with will look, just guide our actions in ways that yeah. uh, we aren't really thinking about. Why do you think that is that it, it's more natural to let our emotions drive mm-hmm. our actions rather than thinking logically? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of discussion around this, I think, because um, we're not really good at understanding how to, I think that that's the reason yeah. we're not good at processing what's going on. We also don't understand how much this plays into the deepest parts of ourselves. Mm. Proverbs 4.23, that famous mm. proverb says, you know, uh, above all else, guard your heart, for it's the wellspring of life. So it, it comes... It, out of you and acts out in all sorts of ways it doesn't say guard your mind now there is a place for guarding your mind Mm -hmm. it says guard your heart we always want to be logical we always want to like if i could just sort it out logically no there's something deep within you and that that's a whole nother layer of complexity Mm -hmm. and i think that that is a journey of working out how do i be diligent and care for that that inner part of me and because we're not quite so good at this ethereal thing called the heart and the soul, yeah. mm-hmm. we're just like, well, the mind will sort it out. Well, the mind isn't the inner being. Mm. So I think that's part of the reason why we're not particularly good yes. at, at dealing with it. That was your question, yeah. wasn't it? Like, why don't we get it right? Yeah. Well, so often we find ourselves doing things that we wonder, why did I do that? Yeah, yeah. But it's something inside us that's just pushing us in a direction that yeah. we think later, what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, well, there's uh, Mindy Maguire has a book called Soul Care, and mm. she says our souls cry sideways. Mm. In other words, mm. we're so used to, all right, they might come up in emotions, mm. but you know when you kick the dog yeah. and uh, the poor dog's like, why did I just get kicked? I didn't do anything wrong. It, it, and you think to yourself, why don't why did I just kick that dog? I mean, it wasn't that big a deal. But it's it's your soul trying to say something is wrong. Would you listen to me? And there are actually great opportunities to uh, have a window into what is going on and ask some deeper mm-hmm. questions, be self-aware. Mm-hmm. But I, I think yeah. um, a book that I read recently on emotions and the fact that they are actually an awesome place to um, be beckoned into the into the presence of God, because as we feel an emotion, whether it be joy, God is the source of joy. Awesome. Celebrate that with him. It is richer. It is more beautiful. If it's sadness, Jesus himself knows sadness better than any other human. So like, so again, we can go to be in the presence of someone who can fully Mm -hmm. understand and empathize. And then like, as we unpack the scriptures, like even just this morning, there's a couple of things from our, our reading this morning where it's like the psalm and it's like oh i wonder if jesus actually recited these verses you know come and help your, your the servant of your mm-hmm. handmaiden or like mm-hmm. or your handmaiden servant or whatever it was it was like it was like you know come come and um you know give me a sign of your favor and we to think about you know with the way jesus was raised from the dead and in the new testament it says well that was the proof you know god raised him from the dead you know here he is here's our savior 
Um, and so like in, in that psalm, I was reading that. But then also Amos was one who looked after sycamore figs. And I was like, oh, that's interesting that they tell us what he did. Um, but they used to actually like pierce the fruit to make mm-hmm. them sweeter. Yeah. They were not naturally a fruit that actually mm-hmm. gave good value. Mm-hmm. They had to actually be tended and taken care yeah. of and then and then looked mm-hmm. after after they'd been pierced. They still had to be looked after so mm. that they had that sweetness to them. So I'm like, isn't it interesting that our emotions, we are terrible at taking care of ourselves with our emotions, yet if we bring them to God, right. what a difference that makes. Yeah. You know, that it's that invitation mm. that he keeps sending out to us, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, when I look at the Psalms, I see that, and the life of Jesus even, that going through hurt mm. is part of life mm-hmm. and something that is not something we can avoid and maybe it's something that's important to go through. Mm. Yeah. Uh, to bring that sweetness out of yeah. out of us, if handled correctly. Yeah, Any I think. Yeah, I think um, one of the, like big things for me is acknowledging there's mm-hmm. hurt, mm-hmm. not ignoring the situation. So yeah. first off is, yeah, coming to that realization. Oh, hang on, something did happen there that didn't sit right with me, or yeah, it caused yeah unsettling in my spirit. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think that's probably. Um, a big thing and then from there you can then look at how I guess once you've acknowledged and looking at how is it actually affecting me because sometimes you know the world will tell you if this has happened to you this is how you should react you Mm -hmm. know you see on tv on Mm -hmm. certain shows where it's just like you know they they display a behavior of just out of control this person's done this because you they've hurt you i have to hurt the next person so i think um like an eye for an eye sort of mentality so i think one is acknowledge the hurt and then from there um yeah seek wisdom on how to how that hurt has affected you and how you can turn that into a positive reaction Mm -hmm. and i think that's the biggest thing is trying to like hurts are going to happen in life and one is being prepared mm-hmm. and another thing is then how how am i going to take that to god how does that look for me it's mm-hmm. going to be different to each person yeah. and then then from there being able to turn that into fruit as well mm-hmm. as Brooke was just sharing yeah so we're going to get hurt yeah how can we get better at interpreting what's going on yeah. in our heart in listening mm-hmm. to our hearts well, I, you, these guys are all around it. I, there's that great saying, emotions are great windows, but terrible leaders. So, Brooke, Noel, just saying, I think you, you, you do have a look at the emotion that's happening in your heart. And there's, um, you know, there's that, first of all, there's that first aid, just acknowledging it. That's, that's great. But there is a time where it's like, all right, God, help me be self-aware here and, and, where do I take this thing from here? Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm a believer in, you know, going into the presence of God. We've got to be careful how quickly we want to go to the analytics mm-hmm. before we go to God. Just just work on what's going on. Heal me. Help me. Let me spare in your presence. So I think there is a, a truth in just being in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. But then at some point, all right, what's going on here? Um Proverbs says, a wounds from a friend can be trusted. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I get with Noel and say, hey, Noel, I've hit this conflict and this is going on in my life. And Noel says, well, Carl, I'm going to tell you something. You're 90% to blame to that. 
Noel's a good trusted friend. This is these are the sorts of places we need to go. We need to open ourselves up and go. All right, I'm going to learn from this experience rather than let it be something that I just act out and run away and you know shake my fists at people. It is actually a great opportunity to to have a window. Something's wrong. I'm not going to get a, let it lead me, but but I'm gonna I'm gonna trust your wisdom. And of course, the greatest friend we have is. Jesus himself, the Holy Spirit, who can whisper wisdom, wisdom into those into those places. So these guys are saying, and I think opening up your heart to God, how do I learn, where do I go from here, is a much better way about it, um, but certainly needs that healing at the beginning. I think it's interesting too to um, focus on the promises of God's word right. when you are in those moments of hurt when you are feeling less than like you've failed or like if if you do feel like part of that is your responsibility in in that hurt if it is wounds from a friend if it isn't wounds from a friend if it is something where someone's just being malicious to you like what are the promises that god actually promises over you um because one of the things that i have learned is that praise is not merely my words of you know i believe in god or singing the song it's actually acting out of that faith that I can thank him for a good thing to come from this. Because even if I can't see it yet, if I just do the next right step where he says, I put your foot there, that's a steady place, go there. um, That opens up the next and the next and the next. And I think it's, it's those when we've when we've been in his presence when we've when we've believed his promises when we let his love flood our hearts yeah. to strengthen us and and yeah. steady us to take that next step because otherwise that next step is almost impossible isn't it yeah. mm-hmm. like it's too it's too hard to step out on that invisible plank when you yeah. <laughs> yeah. so especially yeah. when you're dealing with somebody who yeah. you, you can't trust because they have already you know done mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. to you like that it's it's hard yeah but i think yeah coming from that place of being filled up first yeah and 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 being assured of those promises really helps and we can compare it to a physical injury Mm. if you've got injured the first thing you need to do (laughs) is to let that injury heal (laughs) rather than go to the doctor doctor, but you need to do it rest uh you don't go straight to well well what did i do wrong here to get myself injured and allow me to operate on my (laughs) but you heal and then you work on strengthening the area that's that's uh injured and so you've got to go through that healing first as we're as we're saying yeah so uh let's just get a little bit practical now uh chris have any questions come in no questions not yet you can also message them to that number on the screen if you want to keep that private and confidential put in the chat otherwise but Let's get practical. Someone watching uh, quite likely is going through something at the moment. Some hurt, uh, could be all sorts of things. Partners left them or someone said something. Apart from doing the things we've said, opening ourselves to God, uh, what are some practical ways that they should start to work through this and not let it affect their actions in, in negative ways? I'm happy. Yeah, I think. Um, I think the first thing is realize there's a journey out of it. That mm. where they're at, at the, like, yeah, the feeling of hurt that you mm. have, there, there is, um, something beyond that. There is, and and look at it as it is a journey, as Brooke was just sharing before, step by step. You know, like mm. you may never get to a point where 
you feel like you're overcome, but you've taken steps to, um, I guess, heal the yeah. wound and to let it, I guess, learn the lessons from it and it becomes a strength rather than a weakness. Mm. So, so I important. Think, yeah, so I think practically is looking, having a perspective of looking at there's something beyond yes. where I'm currently at. Your emotions and, at that point can often yes. be, it's it's all yep. over, can't yep. they? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's great, great advice. See see what's beyond. Yeah. And sometimes maturity helps with that too yeah. when you've been through and experienced coming yeah. out. And I think the other thing is, is getting around people that will encourage you mm-hmm. no matter what. And mm-hmm. even like watching stuff on TV that's encouraging, not watching stuff <laughs> and that is um, promotes um, yeah. negative relationships or mm. not Stopping positive relationships. Yeah. Kind of the, the rom-com. That's mm-hmm. Yeah, look for, look for stuff that yeah encourages you mm-hmm. um, or is encouraging people and stuff like that. So mm. that's probably another pra- really good practical stuff. Mm. Yeah, great. I think uh, real practical advice we see in the scripture is also just be countercultural. Resist the temptation to repay evil for evil when when it's come at you. Over and over again, Romans 12 and Proverbs, we're told, um, in fact, overcome evil with good. That's actually what, and and the scripture is interesting. It says the Lord will reward you if you do this. So it's like there is a healing, there is a way through that happens when you do the exact opposite thing mm. to what you feel like doing. Now, sometimes that can't be even with the person. I love an example I heard from Wayne Kadiro, um, a guy from New Hope in Hawaii. He says, sometimes if you get hurt by somebody, it's not really appropriate. I mean, imagine if, you know, I just dropped off a, a meal to Brooke tomorrow, she'd be pretty sure that, all right, I must have done something to Carl or whatever is going on. <laughs> Sometimes it's just not the right thing. Yeah. But what he does is he says, all right, I'm going out right now and I'm going to find a way to do good, even in a totally mm-hmm. different situation. Okay. But I, I, can I serve? Can I go to the, you know, the line in the, the supermarket and just pay for someone's groceries? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But just Find something, find a way to do good and reward comes, healing comes. You start to see life differently. Mm. I think push into that and then, of course, let go of the repaying idea and saying, God, that belongs to you. That part belongs to you. I'm caring for myself and what you're telling me to do. It's interesting. I think character is a big part of that. Like if your character is displaying love, and you're doing that consistently, I think people see that and mm. they can see that, hang on, this person, like, it's coming out of a good place. I think sometimes, I know that scripture about, um, yeah, repaying evil with good, I think there's a lot of wisdom on how you do good. Mm. And I think that's where consoling other people, what is possibly good in that scenario, I think you really have to seek wisdom and be careful on how you do that. Otherwise it could be, yeah, um, out of the wrong motives. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, yeah that's right. So if you're worried about that, go anonymous, yeah. you know, yeah. do it yeah. Do it in a totally different situation. Yeah, yeah. Sure. good point. Because a hurt heart can always be misleading. Yeah, and sure. It might be, yeah. oh, let's do good when it's really driven out of a different, yeah. different motive. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. good. Good insight. Um, taking it to 
another place for for me dealing with some of the hurts that I've had in my past um it was definitely um a little bit of unpacking what does forgiveness really mean um and for me it came down to Jesus says that you know he's interceding for us what does he intercede for he intercedes for our forgiveness so we do find him praying for us to be reunited with the father and Mm -hmm. to be in that place if i am struggling with the fact that somebody has hurt me then that means that that person could actually hurt another if i come from a place of humility and say lord forgive that person because i need you to go to work in that space because you can reach that space where i can't Mm -hmm. in that person's life and you might then be able to protect others from the hurt that they could continue to because they're doing it out of their brokenness Mm. as well and so it was kind of an unpacking of what does forgiveness really mean for me yes absolutely it means freedom because i do walk more free now than i did before i kind of had that journey through what does forgiveness really look like and it is something that we continually pick up then if we do pick up that offense again if we take it back out of that box of 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 oh i've given that to god but now i'm going to take it back again we do then have to go back to that place of no god you you want me to walk in that freedom that freedom means i need to give that over to you and i need to trust that you are actually more able (laughs) to Mm. to help that person and thereby stop the cycle um so yeah so it's kind of it's kind of i think your point brooke is that it's it's there isn't a big magic pill in this stuff it is really and this is what noel's saying about character character Mm. is lots of right decisions one after the other and some days it's just dealing with your mind some days you'll feel forgiveness and the next day you wake up and you think where was that i've (laughs) Where, what happened to yesterday? <laughs> yeah. So character is like yeah, walking yeah. back in yeah. it today. I'm trusting him again today. And it's a long journey. Mm. And, and somewhere maybe at the end of it, you go, I think I came through that. Mm. But I'm not sure when it happened. You know? mm. yeah. yeah. But some stuff might be, yeah, you, you're journeying it for your whole life. You oh, know? for sure. Yeah. Mm. So, and that's a good thing to acknowledge, I guess, is, I guess, like, yeah, like the journey, there's fruits, there's, there's wins mm. on the journey, so mm. don't see it negatively yeah. as well. Yeah. There's wins along the way, but it may not. You never may be, yeah, the same person after that hurt mm. ever again. I, so. I don't know if anybody else has ever done this, but when I look at the Lord's Prayer, sometimes I actually look at it instead of a, a please prayer, say it as a thank you prayer, mm. like actually claiming that he, Jesus taught us to pray that, and it's a prayer that gets answered. And so therefore, like, you know, give us today our daily bread rather than actually saying, oh, I hope, but actually saying, yeah, thank you, mm-hmm. God. You are going to give me the strength I need for today mm-hmm. to get through this day. Mm-hmm. Your your will is going to be done. Thank you, Lord, that you will lead me in the right steps. Yeah. And, and so I think it, it kind of, and then when we're coming from that attitude of yes. praise that, yes, God, you will deliver because yeah, I am walking with you. Yeah. yeah. And so mm-hmm. it all kind of slots yeah. together with me. So many directions we could go mm. from here. Um, <laughs> potentially, I think a good way to go is if you spend any amount of time with somebody, it's hurt's going to happen. Yeah. So if I spent 
every an hour a week with you, Carl. Eventually, mm. one of us is going to hurt Probably each other. Probably less than that. Okay. <laughs> you spend ten, ten minutes with me. Uh, I reckon well, I'll I'll find a way. Maybe with not. Maybe with not. <laughs> He's a nicer person. <laughs> but what what is the point where it's healthier to leave a relationship and walk away, and where is the point where we should persevere and carry on with it? Where do you think we can find some wisdom there? Particularly if it's an important relationship, you know, when when is the point where it's healthier to walk away, and when should we find a way through? Any any insights there, Noel? <laughs> we on the spot there. Um, yeah, I think it's very yeah, it's a tough question, Tom. Really tough question. It's complicated. Yeah, very complicated. Yeah. So, I think obviously. There has to be a lot of personal safety was probably a consideration mm -hmm. in some of the yep. stuff that you said right. there. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, if there's a risk to yourself um, physically with that, I think it might be time for obviously looking at ways of removing that risk. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, but obviously that, yeah, that needs to be done with wisdom. I think at some point is a feeling of you're not alone so i think find people get people around you use resources mm. that are available um to be able to seek wisdom within that scenario because as we we're talking about earlier our emotions cloud um like when you're too close to a scenario do you actually think as clearly as you can do if you're removed so that's where i think seeking wisdom in that um yeah. and even discussion with that person depending on what the scenario is mm -hmm. um it whether there's a way through as well mm. so. and you know love does not always love does not mean doormat <laughs> you know yeah. being being sort of beaten up and and oh, I'll just give, give, give. Love sometimes is tough. Mm -hmm. Love sometimes says no. Uh, love sometimes says the best thing is a really strong boundary. Uh, Jesus looked at the rich young ruler. He says he looked at him and loved him. And the rich young ruler walked away from him sad. Uh, sometimes that's what love looks like. Mm. So we got to be careful as Christians or people of faith to think that it's always about sort of being the vulnerable person that just allows something. Love can be pretty strong and pretty direct sometimes. And like Noel says, you might need some wisdom in how you walk through that. But I think the last thing you want is is letting somebody sort of be toxic to you. Mm. Um, instead, it, it is a guarding of your heart mm. in that. Now, you might love the person still, but it might look different. Mm. Yeah. Okay, let's end by zooming out and Proverbs... 28.14 says, Blessed is the person who trembles before God, uh, but the person that hardens their heart, he that they'll find trouble. So why do you think that trembling before God, first of all, what might that mean? And, and not not hardening our hearts uh, to God is, is important with getting through. Uh, oh, if I can jump in just because I've just preached out of this so it's in me but i'm interested in another perspective i think perspective is what that's about mm -hmm. if you're trembling before god you're getting something of his majesty the awesome nature of god how big he is 
And suddenly that that problem, that issue you have, I'm not saying it's not important, but you get some perspective. And and suddenly your heart is just enamored with, with the love of God in that moment. And you then find a way to be able to walk through it. It softens your heart. How can it not soften your heart when you see the grace of what Christ did on the cross, for instance? He mm. took talk about un you know, fair yeah. treatment. Yeah. He takes that and suddenly it gives me a different perspective. So I think it's so important that we take those things to God. Yeah. Um, and then perspective comes from it. But good. Yeah, I think it's relation. Uh, relationship so if you got if you're taking that relationally to God then obviously like that there's that softness that you're like moving through it and acknowledging it and going to God hang on this is what's going on where the, they're saying the opposite is like you harden your heart so that's gonna affect other relationships you have with mm. people so it's not like hardness of heart towards God is also going to be a hardness of heart to people around you. You can't, you have to look at, well, if I soften myself to God, trembling, taking it to God, it's also softening yourself to other people around you and building good relationships around you as well. Mm -hmm. So balance of having wisdom, but not hardening up so that you're not going to be vulnerable with people. Uh, which is a place that you can easily go to when you've been hurt. Yeah. So if if hurt is real for you at the moment, um, please feel like that you can reach out to us. Yeah. Uh, send us a message on that number by all means. Uh, connect uh, on our on our website too. Uh, if you've got no one else, we we'd love to go through that journey with you and just provide encouragement where we can. Uh, we're here for you, and uh, you know we all we all go through things at times. And it is important to get people around us, not to try and battle on up on us on our own. Because, like Brooke was saying at the beginning, if you've got an injury to your emotions as well that you ignore, uh, it usually doesn't end well. So, thank you for joining us. Connect during the week. We have lots of things going on. Uh, you can find out details on our website. But we'll hope to see you next week. Thank you, Noel. Thank you, Brooke. Thank you, Carl. Mm. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> and thank you. See you later.